Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. Good morning, I'm Karen. We're going to start off with show notes today as usual. We've got our evening with medium events coming up on April 26th, August 23rd, and December 13th. Very exciting to hear that April is already sold out. Tickets are on sale and selling for both August and December, so you can head to the website buysarlo.com to nab those before they're gone. We have a second podcast show called Sips of Sanity, currently available only on the website by sarlo.com. That show is approximately 10 minutes long, and there are five that go together at the beginning of every month, Monday to Friday. We give you a topic on emotional or spiritual intelligence. It's a toolkit. You can go there to build your emotional intelligence. I'm going to back it up for two seconds and just update listeners that our June 7th evening with medium events has officially been cancelled for reasons that we can't disclose. Um, But just in case you're wondering why it was advertised and now it's not, it is off the books, it's not happening. So your opportunities are for August and December this year. If you'd like to have your morning coffee with Kelly and I in a Bisarlo mug, You are welcome to go to the website by sarlo.com. You can purchase one there. And they're $15. And last but not least, we have gift certificates and personal sessions available for purchase. You can do that. uh, Send us a request via the website or call us directly. Gift certificates and personal sessions can be purchased and experienced from anywhere in the world. And those sessions are no less accurate, no less efficient, just as magical. First, let's start by saying we know this is Coffee with the Sarlows, but what we're actually talking about today is our second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. And the reason that we're doing this is because it's an emotional intelligence toolkit that people have been using, clients specifically, have been using on a daily or weekly basis to build their own intelligence, to build healthier tools for their relationships, whether they're personal or in the workplace. And one of the really cool things that has come out of this podcast is the number of clients who have come back and asked us if they can check in with us for accountability to see that they're understanding what they're learning and that they're implementing it properly. Well, I think that's cool because from what one of the aspects I'm seeing is that clients come in and say, Karen, I'm here for a check-in. Yeah, or a tune-up. Yeah, and if, if they say check-in, Then I say, okay, don't tell me anything. And I'm just simply going to ask the spirit guides what the check-in is for. The spirit guides can respond by saying things like, he's looking at self-reflection. He's working on self-awareness. He's trying to figure out how he speaks to people and if he interrupts them. He's working on his listening skills. He wants to know if his spirit knows that he's doing this and what kind of job he's doing. And he's doing a very good job. He's making sure that he doesn't interrupt at work, at home, anywhere. He's turned the radio off in the car and he's listening to his own thoughts. So he's giving himself time to listen to others. But when he's in the car or at home, when he's by himself, he's not listening to the TV and to noise all of the time. He's turning it off and he's trying to make sure he's doing his thinking and he's listening to himself. So he's listening to others and the self. Tell him, good job. So then I relay that to the client and say, this is what your spirit says you've been doing. 
let me know if this is correct. And I go through the whole process of saying that. And then I get that wonderful little moment when the client just sits there and goes, and just just takes that little breath in, you see a sparkle in their eye or some sort of recognition, where they just take a breath and sit back and relax and know that they're actually doing their work. Yeah, and they get to see that their guides or their loved ones know the amount of work that they're trying to do. Yeah, because, and here's, here's why I think it's really important. Sometimes just that aspect is enough, what you've just said, to know that your spirit knows it, to know that people who've crossed over know it. Yes. But there was another piece to this for me, in particular with one male client where he was making all of these efforts to be a better listener to his partner and at work. And the people at work were saying things to him that indicated that they appreciated being heard. He got a reference from customers saying how well he had listened to their concerns. His boss noted these things. He was given more responsibility because of his change. But at home, his partner was basically saying, no, you don't. You never listen to me. Even though that was no longer true, she was holding on to the story to fight. This is cool because I went back through some of our old episodes of Coffee with the Sarlows and there was one in particular that we did that I believe was called Are You Free to Change? Okay. And what we're talking about is clients coming in asking us to be the human that helps them hold themselves accountable to their own soul or to spirit. Mm -hmm. And one of the hardest things or biggest hurdles in this process is oftentimes exactly what you're illustrating in the partner is that they've been along for the ride of all the bad behaviors for a certain number of years or period of time. And they find it hard to see that we've made changes. They find it hard or difficult to accept that they are changes. And like you say, they hang on to the you never story mm-hmm. or you always story. Mm-hmm. So even when we are starting, we don't necessarily get the encouragement that we are earning because those relationships don't allow us to be free to change. Well, if the other person isn't going to notice our own change, That means they're refusing to make their own changes too. And that they're not listening to us. Mm -hmm. And then you see that you are in a relationship that is disconnected. Okay. Now, the whole intention of bringing up this podcast today was because we've had a number of people approach us and say, what more can I do with you? They come for sessions, they get their channeling, they love medium, they love medical intuitive and all the other modalities. But they will say, I want to come frequently or I want to come consistently. What more can I ask or what more can I do with you? And what's really been coming out is all of us need help with our emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. All of us need to commit the time on our own terms and in our relationships to making those healthy changes. Mm -hmm. And the guides are a beautiful way of holding you accountable and giving you that encouragement to say, we see you. And it's nice when someone like you and I, who has no real personal investment in their life, can be a third party to say, I'm going to be a good coach, emotionally removed from the situation, but emotionally enough connected to your soul to love you through the hard things. Mm -hmm. And so 
we are now having clients come in on a consistent basis wanting to work through our Sips of Sanity series so that they can become better, more trustworthy, honest people. Can I give you a little story to go with this one? Mm -hmm. It was a client that I just saw today that drove all the way from Toronto to see me. Which is super not necessary, but a really lovely compliment. Yeah. And he arrived and said, as soon as I opened the door, he said, well, right there, it was worth it. As soon as he walked in the door, he drove all the way from Toronto. And so anyway, we went into the treatment room and he said, "Um, I want to start by saying that I saw you last June. And I said, oh, okay. Don't remember anything about your session. And he said, yep, you did tell me that. But I want to start the session today by saying, you told me a lot of things about the woman that I was interested in at the time that I came to talk to you about. And he said, and I left here and I didn't want to listen to anything that you said. That's what he said to me. So I didn't. He says, I didn't take in any of your advice. Nothing. Those air quotations aren't seen by listeners. So (laughs) she air quoted that because it's not Karen and Kelly's advice. It's the guides just using us as a channel. Yes, but he totally didn't get that. Even though he booked an appointment to see somebody who does channeling, he made it all about that it was about me. And he made it all about the fact, and he came here to tell me that in person. I made it about you. I had researched you on the internet. I knew things about you. And I made this your story that you just didn't want me to have a partner because you're divorced. And I said, what? I said, you made it about me personally. And he said, Yeah, he says, I made it that you were just angry with men. I said, I'm not angry with men. And he said, I listened to what you said, and it all made sense. I could agree with every single thing, but I did not want to believe it. So I went back to Toronto, and since June, I didn't take any of the advice or do anything that the spirit got. No, anything that you said to me. Okay, time out, because this just got interesting. First, he says he didn't believe any of it. Mm -hmm. Then he actually says he was able to affirm all of it, Mm -hmm. but didn't want to believe it. Mm -hmm. Those are two different things. Yep. Some people come here and they can't confirm any information yet because it hasn't happened. The patterns haven't been evident yet. And they actually have to have time in order to observe what the guides are saying. Yeah. And yet in that moment, he's saying, I could affirm everything. I just didn't want to believe it. That's right. Okay. And I said, so you had an adult temper tantrum. And he... We got shows on that too. Yeah. And he said, um, I did. And I said, so what happened? Why are you here? He said, well, he said, I listened to your show on adult temper tantrums. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, Okay. And he said, and then I found on your website, Sips of Sanity. And he said, in the last two months, through end of February, March, early April, he said, I have been listening to the Sips of Sanity shows. And he said, and I listened to some on emotional intelligence. I listened to, I hear you, I see you, I understand you. And I realized that I'm codependent. And he said, and I realized, and I bought the book, The Nice Girl Syndrome, because you said men could read it too. 
and I've been reading it and it is definitely me. And he said, so I've gone back and forth between the two shows and I've even tried to use some of the tools in the Sips of Sanity to talk to this woman to no avail that I can get anywhere in this relationship. Even though I'm trying very hard to stop my patterns and to change my behavior and to actually change what I believe a relationship is. And he said, and I drove up here, I made the appointment to see you so that I could actually come up here and apologize to you in person. And he says, and I know you Skype and you FaceTime. I know you do Zoom. I know you do telephone. He says, I wanted to apologize to you in person. And he says, so I'm sitting here saying that I blamed everything on you. I made it that you said all these things. And the more I listen to your shows, the more I realize that people do this to you and your daughter, that we make it about you personally when we don't like our own shit. And he said, so I wanted to come here today to say, I'm sorry that I did that to you, even though you don't know I did it to you. However, I believe that you and Kelly still do know, even though you couldn't stand in Toronto and see me, but shit, you, you, you two just see shit. <laughs> I said, okay. He goes, so I still figure that even though I want to think you don't know, I think you do know. Very cool. And that the spirit world would tell you when I'm doing stuff like this, that hurts you. And he says, so I'm here to say that I've been listening to the show. So I said, so what are you here for today then? What would you like? And he said, I want to hear what my spirit says about what I've been through. And if I actually am making some changes or if I'm just playing games, he says, because I'm understanding that I actually play games with women. And he said, and I'm starting to understand it's to protect myself, but nevertheless, I'm playing games with women. And I said, okay. So we checked in and we did that. And he did get his answer that he was still doing it, but that he was trying to figure it out. But he was still in that process. So that is a process. And we talked about that. And I said, did you hear about the universal laws? He said, yeah, I did on Sips of Sanity. But he says, then I heard you say that there was someone coffee with the Sarlos. And I went and I listened to that one so that I could start understanding why I rush things and why I rush my relationships with women. Why when I meet them by around the sixth or seventh date, I'm expecting sex. And he says, and I'm realizing that that's too soon. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's great reflection. Yeah. So he said, Karen, I'm here because I realize that I can buy the books, that I can sit down and read them, but that if I don't have anybody around me to practice with, I'm trying, but I never really know if I'm actually succeeding. And I said, have you thought of therapy? because we do suggest that. And he said, yes, and I am working currently with a therapist, but it isn't the same as working with you. It there's two different aspects. And I loved the fact that he could see the benefit of both. That he could sit there and say, I listen to the show. He says, and then I go to my therapist. And I tell my therapist what tool I'm working on. And she asked me for the name of your show. So we had a little giggle there together, but he said, I'd like to keep seeing you so that I can actually work through the toolkit. 
discuss it with you, discuss personally what my patterns are. Because when I go to therapy and she says, what are your patterns? He says, I don't really know. But when I come and see you, you know, you actually tell me what my pattern is. You actually catch me in it. And I don't have to sit through many therapy sessions before my therapist finally finds the patterns that I'm doing. Then he uses the shows to go back again and find another toolkit when he finds one of the patterns. And he tries, he says, when he listens to the show to see how one will link to another one. Good for him. That's good work. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the good fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it certainly is, eh? Mm-hmm. It, it's the fight for, the, for a good life. It's the fight to be connected to other people as well as your own soul. And I think that's the key is that you want to be connected to both. Mm-hmm. We um, were doing a bunch of revamping and not rebranding, but just, just reevaluating what we do and how we present ourselves. And mm-hmm. it was, it just hit me the other day. I was sitting at the computer looking over all of our old podcasts and we, we did coffee with the Sarlos cause we wanted this heartwarming, just conversation between mm-hmm. mother and daughter that felt accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. And then we created sips of sanity as bite-sized pieces or little sips, um, for people who might only be able to squeeze us in on a coffee break for 10 minutes or mm-hmm. on a commute to work. And I laughed because we, we named it sips of sanity cause we still wanted to go with a little, take a break and have a, have a beverage, um, theme. But the short form is SOS, mm-hmm. sending out for help. And, and that, that never occurred to me. Mm-hmm. And yet we type it every week when we, or every month when we upload the series. And I thought, well, that's subconsciously very humorous. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it is. True. It is a call for help. And, and you do kind of have to get to that point of realizing that you need help to seek these services mm-hmm. and to commit to them. Yeah. And it is getting your sanity back because you don't realize you feel crazy. You don't realize that you're going insane. You don't realize that you're causing other people insanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. or th- Yeah, I like how you say that. Can I go to another example? Mm-hmm. I'm super excited, Kelly, that this is a 40-some-year-old man, late 40s, 49-ish, who's really trying to break some patterns and is trying to find the toolkit. So it's also really exciting to have younger people in Generation Z come in and book appointments either by themselves and for themselves, which is super cool that they're seeking something like this out to begin with. Or they're coming in because their teachers or their parents are looking for some way to help them and support them. So when I think of a couple of clients that have come in, in that generation, so anywhere, I guess, between, what is it, Kelly, 13 and 20, where they're in school systems, some of them, some of them are being schooled at home, or they're just going to university or colleges or just entering a workforce, or just in those stages of I'm at home, and I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And they're coming in because they're looking for integrity, They're looking for people to be more truthful. They're looking for people to give them a type of toolkit and an educational foundation that's meatier and more truthful than the one our school system's giving them. Because they're going to school and getting their math and their English, 
but they're not necessarily being taught universal laws. They're not being taught the things that are in the Sips of Sanity podcast shows. They're not being taught about being heard and valued and seen. They're not being taught how to be listeners or how to not talk over each other. They're also not being taught to know what they want or know what they think or know how to think. Or how to deal with all of these older generations that are just absolutely crazy Mm -hmm. and dysfunctional and mean. And I say that and not meaning that every single person over 20 behaves that way. I don't mean that. No, but we have a global issue. Oh, we do. We have global issue of bullying that is escalating daily with no end in sight. So this Generation Z needs to learn how do I deal with all of these generations of older people that don't listen to each other, that don't talk a problem out, that literally don't sit there and try to communicate, connect, and have empathy for each other. And they're coming through with all of these beautiful gifts saying, you've poo-pooed our planet. We're the youngest generation. We have to clean this up. So we have to not follow your patterns and behaviors. But they don't all know what it is that they're looking for. They don't know how to confront. So these Sips of Sanity shows teaching confrontation skills in a healthy way, healthy conflict, are invaluable to them. So younger and younger people are coming in, sitting down with me or you and saying, how do I, how do I get these skills? And the reason I'm saying this, and please listen to this, people, they're walking in saying, what do you get about me? And we say, you're depressed. You have anxiety. Yes. Why? And out come all of these answers that they're not being given skills. They don't know how to cope. And they want solid, understandable, usable tools to do it. I think it's a not only a fair thing to ask for, but something that we need to start demanding. And, and I won't get into politics, I won't get into the school system, because it's, a, it's systems that need to be addressed and fixed by professionals who have these tools as well. Yeah. What I'm finding in my own practice through life coaching, because I do what you do intuitively, but also certified with life coaching, is I've got the generation before that, that's coming in in their mid, their early to mid 30s, new parents, maybe four to five years into their marriages, mm-hmm. and they don't know why they feel depressed. They don't know mm-hmm. why they have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Same, same symptoms, oh, yeah. same problems. Yeah. They're just a little further ahead in their milestones, let's say, and that, that's the stereotypical ones. But they're coming in and saying, I don't know why I feel this way. I think I need coaching. So we go through the assessment and we talk about foundational tools. And oftentimes they'll go through a six session or a 12 session program, lasts anywhere between three and six months, and they seem to really like it. Then when we reach the end of the program and I ask them to reevaluate how they feel they've progressed and if they feel they want additional tools, because there's always room for additionals, you just at least have to have the foundationals. 
all of them will say, I want to come back, but what else are we going to address? And lately, it's been clients that have said, I'm listening to Sips of Sanity because it does get assigned as homework through the coaching program. And they have said, I want to come back once a week or once every two weeks and just just be assigned sips of sanity. Mm -hmm. I want to have a week to listen to the episodes. And then I want you to send me all kinds of reflective questions. And I'm going to listen to them the second week for the second time. Mm -hmm. And we're going to sit down every second week. And we're going to discuss if I understood it, if I implemented it well, and you're going to catch me and call me out on it if I missed the boat altogether. I really like that people want to be held accountable because that's where we feel safe. Yeah. When we finally understand a math problem, we feel good about ourselves that we can go on and learn the next problem in math. But it's the same thing in relationships. Yeah. And I've seen in some of those clients where they feel like they're on a roll they're getting most of the messages and when we sit down to reflect and debrief they're telling me their stories and they're sitting on a high horse which Mm -hmm. I find interesting and they feel like they're teaching their spouse now and I will say to them well you missed the boat altogether on that one Mm -hmm. and what made you think that you were in such a better position when you started you know lecturing or or telling them how it was going to be and they're like oh but wasn't this the lesson and it was like no you missed that you you went and went into ego and decided that you knew more and that you couldn't learn. So you stopped listening. Do you remember when we did listening activities four mm, weeks ago? I love it. And they're like, oh, they all work together, do they? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, it, but it's fun. And we do it with so much humor, yeah. right? And we use real life examples. We talk about your families. We talk about your friends and your kids and your childhood and all of these different things that, yeah. that are so relevant and pertinent to you. Yeah. So that you know how to take the tools and implement them into every single situation. Yeah. And that you become faster and faster at it, not for the sake of rushing process, but that it becomes so second nature that it is now who you are. And that's the difference is that people who start out, it's effort. You have to memorize the equations when you're in your first math class, right? Mm -hmm. But the faster, but the more and more you do it, you just know what the equation is. You're just plugging in numbers at this point. And Mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about when it becomes who you are. Right. And that's when the soul actually gets to verify for you that it is you've reached that level. It is there now. Mm -hmm. It is who you are to be like this. And I'm really enjoying this generation, not more than others, but but specifically for the reason that they will come in and do the assessment and they'll say, Kelly, I need to tell you one of my concerns is that I do have young children and I don't know how much time you're going to need from me every week to complete the homework. Right. It's not an excuse. I just need to kind of gauge if I have it. And I will say to them, you have young children? Mm -hmm, that's what I said, then this is the perfect time. Yeah. Because if you are telling me that you don't have these tools and you're attempting to raise tiny humans, you needed them before gestation happened. That's right. You need them yesterday. That's why I said I wanted to include Generation Z. Mm -hmm. And so these, these mainly women and some men are coming in and saying, okay, this is how I changed how I speak with my husband. This is how I now approach my children. And Mm -hmm. we get to talk about where you're succeeding, where you keep tripping up, recognizing where you can do really well, and then all of a sudden jam yourself right back into, but I need control. And it's a constant kind of dance, a back and forth, if you want to say, where you learn, you stumble, and then you can reflect and know how to do it better next time. 
-hmm. It's like you said, it's a very safe process because accountability happens each step. Mm -hmm. Having these little tools in a podcast for 10 minutes is excellent because you can share them with somebody. So if you're working on your own tool, say you're trying to be a better listener and you're trying not to talk over other people, but now you're being quiet and everybody's talking over you and you can never get anything said, then it's nice to send them the link to the show and say, I'm working on this. I'd really like you to listen to it. And I'd like to discuss it with you after you've heard it. Then when someone comes back to you and says, okay, I listened to the show. What do you want me to know about it? You keep interrupting me. And now I'm not being heard at all. I was interrupting because you constantly talk over or louder than me. I sent you the show because you're the person that's presenting this problem to me. So it can be a wonderful thing to share with others to start a conversation or to give clarity to something or to be able to have somebody else word it to them. Because sometimes when you say it one more time, they're still not listening. I've had some people ask me if I'm ready to just like ghost my friend, should I just like send them your show so they kind of understand why I'm ghosting? And I thought that was so funny. Um, not that I encourage ghosting, but it, it's basically saying, do I save my breath and not explain it, excuse yeah. myself and get into my healthy relationships and give that the focus? Yeah. Or should I pass along the podcast at the point where I've reached my done or my finish line or my boundary and offer them that they might, you know, use this with someone else going forward? Yeah. And I like the fact that the shows are for every generation. The Sips of Sanity can apply because it's emotional intelligence, whether you're the 13-year-old listening to it, trying to figure something out, and it's your grandmother that's listening to the show, and you can sit down together. And connect. And connect and talk about the show. Talk about one of those tools in the toolkit. Because you might have a grandparent with a great open mindset and think this is perfectly for them. I'm so proud of you. I don't mean that it always has to be because there's a problem. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's because you're saying, I love this about you. Yeah. I love the fact that I've got a grandma that's so open-minded. Listen to these shows on mindset. It reminded me of you. Mm -hmm. We know this is a quick podcast today. We know it's more informational. Well, I guess they kind of all are, but informational in a very different way. But we wanted you to see what you can do with your sessions. We mm -hmm. wanted you to know why people come because some people might think, why are you there every month? Are you just talking to dead people every month? Well, personally, I would never get bored of that, but you can be here for personal growth. You can be here for connections to your loved ones. You can be here to check in on your medical. There's so many different whys mm -hmm. and it's your call. So as much as we can encourage therapy and refer to it, we also like to preface it by saying you shouldn't be there for 30 years. You shouldn't be there for 15 years. You should be getting the tools so that you can go out and implement it on your own and feel confident. And we love that people come back. We love that they do their check-ins. But it's less and less frequent the more you've built your own tools. So we encourage everyone to seek these services at some point or multiple points in your life. And know, too, that you can use these sessions and book them as couples. You can book them as best friends. You can be here to build those, those skills with particular people in your life. 
Group sessions are always an option. I love it when I see the same client come in for the last 10 years with different people. When they come in on their own, working on some of their own stuff, and then they show up with a girlfriend, or then they show up with a partner, and then there's a breakup, and they come in with somebody else, and you get to see how they're growing from relationship to relationship. And like you said, then you get to see them come in with their kids, then when their grandpa dies, and so on and so on as different things and different experiences present themselves, and you get to see them connecting to their soul over and over again, and using tons of tools, so that as they go through all of these things, there's more of a calmness. There's less anxiety and stress and depression, and more of an ability to be solid through all of those things. Because we're all going to experience many challenges, many. Wonderful. So if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at Otherwise, we hope you have a beautiful Saturday.